To understand Henry's consolidation of power, we must first understand his life before he was king. Henry had been exiled in Brittany since 1471, when he was just 14 years old. This was because he was a potential Lancastrian claimant to the throne. Now Henry's claim to the throne was at best dodgy and at worst non-existent. His mother, Margaret Beaufort, was a grandchild of John of Gaunt, the third son of Edward III. However, the Beaufort line was illegitimate, meaning technically Henry had no claim to the throne of England. His opportunity to become king was purely circumstantial. By 1485, Henry was the only male Lancastrian with any claim to the throne who was still alive. On the 7th of August, 1485, Henry landed in Milford Haven, a quiet town in Wales. His father was Welsh, and Henry was betting that this would be the safest place in which he could gather support. Things didn't exactly go to plan for Henry, and on the 22nd of August, 1485, he ended up meeting Richard III at the Battle of Bosworth. Henry emerged from this battle victorious, largely because of his stepfather, Thomas Stanley, who had intervened late in the battle in Henry's favour, helping him to defeat Richard III. Richard was slain and Henry was the new King of England. On a side note, Richard's body was buried in Leicester and went missing for 500 years. As Henry never disclosed where the body was found. In 2012, a team of archaeologists found Richard's body in what had become a Tesco's car park, and it's now a museum dedicated to Richard III and the Bottle of Bosworth. His body was reburied in Leicester Cathedral, which is just opposite the museum. Well worth a visit if you're ever in Leicester. Not that we need to know that for particularly looking at Henry's consolidation of power, but interesting side note. Back on to Henry. Henry was acutely aware that in the past hundred years, the Wars of the Roses had seen four kings of England meet untimely ends. He needed to consolidate his power and ensure complete control. After the Battle of Bosworth, Henry immediately had Elizabeth of York and the Earl of Warwick detained, which was crucial to his success. Elizabeth would become his future wife, as we will discuss momentarily. But the Earl of Warwick was a Yorkist and had a much better claim to the throne than Henry, making him a threat. Warwick was the nephew of Edward IV, so had a much better claim than Henry had. His blood was royal and it was legitimate. Henry locked him in the Tower of London where he would remain until his execution in 1499. Marrying Elizabeth of York on the 14th of January 1486 might just be the cleverest thing Henry ever did. Elizabeth 
was the eldest daughter of Edward IV. By marrying her, Henry was consolidating his power in two ways. The first was acceptance. Some people accepted that Elizabeth was the heir to the throne. This was because of the disappearance of her two brothers from the Tower of London, which happened in Richard III's reign. By marrying Elizabeth, Henry's own claim to the throne was strengthened because he was married to a legitimate heir. Although Henry strongly protested that, he insisted that his claim to the throne was the reason he was king. The second was that marrying Elizabeth united the houses of York and Lancaster together. Ultimately, this is what ends the War of the Roses. Yorkists accepted Henry because of Elizabeth, and he had the support of the Lancastrians. More importantly, though, their heir to the throne would be both Lancastrian and Yorkist. They did not have to wait long, and their first son, Arthur, was born in September 1486. This was perfect for Henry. He had a male heir, and at only 29 years old, it seemed that he was in the perfect position to be the first king for nearly a hundred years to leave the throne to an adult male heir. A second son, Prince Henry, followed shortly after in 1491, giving Henry an heir and a spare. He was in the perfect position. And this was crucial to Henry's consolidation of power. Having heirs to pass the throne on to gave his reign legitimacy and stability. On top of this, there were some more immediate things which Henry did to consolidate his power. He dated his reign the 21st of August 1485, a day earlier than the Battle of Bosworth, allowing him to bring acts of attainder against anyone who had fought against him. It also meant that with these acts of attainder, Henry was able to confiscate their land and wealth. He publicly rewarded his followers, handing out 11 knighthoods, and he appointed people he trusted to the council and other important positions. For example, Sir Reginald Bray, one of Henry's closest advisers, was made Chancellor of the Duchy of Lancaster. This meant he was in charge of the Crown's finances, while William Stanley, his step-uncle, who had also helped him to win the Battle of Bosworth, was made Lord Chamberlain, making him an important advisor and the King's official spokesperson. Perhaps the person who benefited the most from Henry was his step-uncle. Thomas Stanley was made Earl of Derby. Lastly, Henry ensured his coronation was on the 30th of October 1485, before Parliament met on the 7th of November. He did not want to be declared king by Parliament. Instead, he wanted his reign to be associated with God. 
that he had the divine right to rule, rather than being handed it by Parliament. Ultimately, Henry was successful in consolidating his power. He went from an unknown, obscure Lancastrian to King of England and ending the Wars of the Roses. Henry was able to do this because of his personal strength. He was very tactical in his decisions, weakening his enemies where he could and strengthening the Tudor dynasty at every opportunity. Without doubt, marrying Elizabeth was the game changer, as this brought Henry the time and legitimacy he needed to deal with the threats to the throne which he faced and which we will discuss next time. This doesn't mean that Henry didn't have some luck along the way. Getting a boy so early in his reign was a crucial step towards consolidating his power. One that his son, Henry VIII, would find particularly difficult to do.